to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon, and I'm super, super excited to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you today. How are you doing? Maybe you. I am well. I'm well. How are you? Yes, I'm doing very well. I was like, oh, are you there? But you are there. That's great. Uh, we are on Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mir on RTHK yeah, Radio here. 3. Might be a bit of a delay though. Um, so bear with us. Uh, we are on Facebook. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Right, Nathan, we're talking about postures and why it's so important to have a good posture when it comes to working out. Um, do you see a lot of bad postures when people are working out? Oh, yeah, lots, lots. And the thing is, is um, a lot of people don't realize that that is actually the position that you're training yourself in when you're working out. So I'll give you an example is if someone is doing a squat and their back is not um, is back, the back is not flat or it's not aligned, then what it does is it puts pressure on the discs as you bend forward. So I, I see this a lot, especially when people are doing a squat, for example, and they're going way too deep to actually allow the, um, their mobility and their flexibility in their hips to be able to keep their back flat. So what ends up happening is, is when they go down into this squat position is, is that their back starts to round over. And you, you, know, you know when you have a look at the bottom of your back, you've got this natural curve, curve. right? Yeah. And what we call is a lordotic curve. And you can have hyperlordosis, which is an increased curve, and you can also have a flat back, which is a, a flat you know, position of the spine. So when you're squatting, you're supposed to have a slight lordosis in the lower back when you're squatting because the reason why there's a lordosis at the bottom of the spine, because the vertebrae are made that way to create this S shape, but also there's muscles that link each vertebrae together called, and I don't expect you to know it, but just imagine these are little back muscles in between each spine called the multifidus muscles. And so when you put your back in this lordotic curve, then all of those muscles are automatically being activated. Now, if you don't put yourself with this slight lordotic curve, what actually happens is those muscles start to stretch and they switch off. And what you end up doing is you start lifting, you start lifting with what I call a naked spine. So there is a there there is um, a lot of you know a lot of research out there, and 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 I'm sure a lot of people have experienced when they've had back pain or they've hurt themselves during doing um uh doing squats or or, uh, or 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 doing deadlifts you know the the other very very dangerous um movement but a great movement and if you do it really well it's fine but most people don't do it very well so it's really important to be able to put yourself in this very good posture in this lordotic curve now that's not just the only thing that you want to practice when you are doing weightlifting or whenever you're playing sport the other one is forward head posture and if you guys are on Facebook, what it looks like is this. So your chin goes forward, your head starts to, to migrate forward, and you start to get this arch in your lower back, and you might even get a, a rounding of the shoulders called the dowager's hump. Have you heard of the dowager's hump before? No, I haven't. So what it does is it's actually a um, – uh, it's 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 basically a, a kyphotic curve at the top, and you can see it a lot, especially with older people, is, is that they start to get this rounded shoulders at the top and this head coming forward. So when we're training, 
Could that be it's also really because important. people are always looking at their phones and always hunched over at their desks and always, you know, looking down at their mobile tablets and whatnot? Yeah, it, it's it can be it can be looking at the tablets. It can also be um, it can also be big breasted women. Oh, as well. Um, the other thing that can also pull your head forward is the long hair as well. You know, mm. you can have hair. If you chopped all your hair off, it weigh it would it would it weigh, you know, someone close to like a half a pound to even a pound of hair. So that's quite a lot of weight that you put on your you know, on the back of your head. And so what it does, it starts to pull your head back and it starts to pull your short you push your neck forward and push your shoulders forward to sort of to balance if you've got poor posture. So what we need to be able to do is we need to be able to lift our chest up, strengthen the muscles in the back of our neck so that way it can keep that hair, you know, that, that tuft of hair at the back so it can hold it. And also the same with breasts. You know, if you have large breasts, it also can pull your shoulders forward, which also migrates your head forward. Now, look. I'm not saying that you, you know, you you should go out and get a, a you know, a, a, a boob say, job or uh, anything like that, so that we decrease it or get your hair cut off. No wonder so many uh, fitness coaches do don't have is, long hair. Like I said, you know, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it. Well, the thing is, is like you, you, you like we talked about last week, is is if we can correct this posture, then you know, then that that keeps everything strong. But how it relates to workout is is that when people are doing things like an overhead press, and an overhead press is when you you know you have a couple of dumbbells in your hand and you're standing upwards and you just gently push the the, the arms above your head into a shoulder press motion. And what tends to happen is is when you go above your head, there's a number of things that can happen. First is your head can migrate forward because you're really tight through your chest, or your arm will go forward in which case you start to work the front of your shoulder or you can even because you're trying to get that full extension get that really arched and this is different to lordosis it's a hyperlordosis and can put pressure on your lower back so posture is super important when it comes to working out when it comes to training when it comes to playing sport because the more the more your posture is is trained that way, the better the information that goes into your body. And I always say my body is like my computer. If I have my if my computer has got good information going into it, as in I'm training with good form, and um, and I'm training within a, a, the the range of motions that I'm capable of, then I risk I risk a very low chance of being injured. But I've seen so many times before when people are doing poor form in the gym or poor form in sports, um, that's when they start to get injured. And it, and it can be two ways. It can be acute and it could be chronic. And what I mean by acute, acute is instant. Oh, no, I've just hurt my, you know, I've just hurt my lower back by doing some movement in the gym. Or it can be chronic, which is very, very common, is, is that it slowly builds up over time because you're practicing that same form over and over and over and over and that lordosis or you know that forward head posture becomes more and more and more prevalent or you know more obvious so it's really important that when you are you know working out making sure that you're standing nice and straight your head is straight ahead if your head is starting to bob forward when you're doing an exercise, then you may need to start strengthening the neck muscles so that way, you, or, or at least taking a lighter load. 
And if you find that your lower back is either flattening out or becoming really hyperlordotic or really curved at the bottom, then I recommend getting a lighter load. And the other one is is the belly button. And, you know, I, I should have mentioned this at the beginning because the belly button is the most important one. The belly button wraps around from, you know, these muscles underneath called the TVA, and it wraps around around the belly button, attaches to your, to your lumbar spine, to the base of your spine. When you pull your belly button in, what it does is two things. It separates the spine and locks the spine in. So you might have heard that before, you know, pulling your belly button in towards your spine when you're training. So what that does is it allows your body to be able to separate the two vertebrae, which you've got the disc in between, and allows you to bend on different angles without it pinching. If you don't, then what happens is the disc come closer together, or the, the, the vertebrae come closer together, and then we run the risk of pinching a nerve on another angle. Now, sure, you should pull your belly button in, but you also want to make sure that you're lifting with good form so that way the vertebrae or the bone stays away from each other and it doesn't pinch a nerve. Okay. Wow. I have a few questions. So that's really how it comes down to I mean... Yeah, I was going to say a, a few things Go come on. to mind. When people have bad posture or not so good posture when they're working out, is it usually be, they usually maybe start off with a good posture, but as time goes on, they're too tired. So by the end of the workout, it all sort of falls apart. So then that, that posture deteriorates. Or are they sort of doing too much too soon, such as are they lifting a, a, a really heavy load rather than lifting 25 kilos? They should be lifting 15 and then that way it is actually better for their posture. Do you, do you see that around? That's a great question. That's a great question. So you can do two things. You can either take a lighter load or you can take a heavier load. And like you said, because you have two ends, right? You've got one person that may not have good form from the beginning, in which case you want to lower them the low, lower the weight so that way their technique is perfect technique. and once you've got their technique perfect then you can start to increase the weight but train within i call it 70 percent so i train within a 70 percent of a maximum exertion so it means that i don't do a hundred percent i don't have that that chance of of doing poor poor form in those last one or two repetitions and and run the risk of of hurting myself but I operate within the motion of my, my technique's perfect, but I've reached 70% of a maximum exertion. Wow. Okay. And what about in terms of, um, what about everyday posture? Because there's the, the posture for when you're working out, but how does your everyday posture also affect um, your, your working out posture? Because you can't have one and not have the other. Surely people who work out and have a bad posture have a bad posture in everyday life to begin with. Are they sort of walking yeah. with their head forward yeah. already? Are they being affected? Um, like you said, um, that their neck and their chin has already come forward and their back has already hunched can working out with a better posture yeah so generally with um, with yeah so so generally with with posture you know if you've got poor posture at your desk you'll generally have poor posture when you're working out but if you have um, poor posture working out you may you may have great posture sitting at your desk but you're just performing the movement wrong so that's why i mean this is like you know if you're training if you're if you're working out Make sure you have great technique when you're working out first before you start putting load on you. And that's a really good question because, like, if you've been sitting at a desk for eight to ten hours a day for five to six days a week, 
times, you know, per month, times per year. And then you accumulate that if someone has been, you know, doing this for the last 20 years, then of course you are going to pick up bad habits of poor posture. And, and it, that's a really good point because like, you know, you may feel like, oh, this is good posture, but you've put this pressure on yourself for the last 20 years. And now your computer thinks that's good posture but it's not good posture. And then so when you go and do some weightlifting or, or when you go and do a squat or when you go and do something, you know, your posture is going to be out. Like I've got this client right now. He's uber fit. Like, you know, he does like 20, 30 kilometers, you know, 40 kilometers every week. You know, he goes and paddles, he plays golf. But when he squats, he he's not sure how to actually put himself into that lordotic position when he squats. So, you know, it's taken time to be able to educate him, to be able to get him to do that perfect and technique. And to reprogram Now he's got perfect the, technique. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly, yeah, that's perfect. That's a great question because it is, comes down to reprogramming your computer so that way your body knows that that is perfect posture, not the old perfect posture that you thought that you had before you started doing correct form. So it's really important to make sure that you are doing good form when you're running. Now, you know, of course, you know, people say, yeah, but I've been running this way for years and I haven't got any problems. I guarantee you, if you don't have problems now, you will have problems in the future, whether that's, you know, whether that's a, you know, a, a, an acute injury or whether it's a degenerative disc or whether that's, you know, bad knees or anything like that. And I find that, you know, people especially when they're younger, they, you know, they just beat themselves up. Don't worry about it. But if they can take care of their joints when they're younger, then as they get older, that, you know, their joints are going to stay so much healthier, but that doesn't mean that's bad news for those people who are exercising that are older. You can still decrease the stress on the joints just by increasing your posture or improving your posture. Absolutely. I sometimes think our body is very clever in sort of compensating. So even if our postures aren't great when it comes to working out, our muscles are able to sort of compensate and we don't manage to injure ourselves. But you're saying that somewhere down the line, it may not be now, but it will happen later because of the wear and tear. So we really should be fixing our posture as soon as possible and not think, oh, we're lucky to get away with it for, for so long. As soon as possible. Absolutely. And you brought up a really good point is, is that, you know, people will adapt to that pain. If you have back pain, your body will start to adapt to that pain so that way you move around it, so that way you can function and do whatever. The only problem is, is generally when that happens, you start to stop, or not to start to stop, you decrease the intensity of the workout so that way you don't hurt yourself. Yet that muscle imbalance or that poor posture is still there. Well, that's, that, that poor technique is still there. So, you know, really you're treating the symptom, yet you're not treating the cause of what, you know, what that poor posture is actually doing to your body. So it's really important. You know, that's a really good point is, is that, you know, people tend to just do something. They hurt themselves. They do something less. They hurt themselves. They do something less. They do hurt themselves. They do something less. Before you know it, you're doing nothing. Exactly. Right. So well, it's really we should to practice that now. We should be doing something to correct our posture. Uh, Nathan, it's great to talk to you this week once again. Can you remind our listeners, have you got a website or a YouTube channel? I know you're often putting out uh, free videos for uh, your, your audience so that they can uh, do, do some workouts as well. Remind our listeners where we can go to to check out your, 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 your channel. 
Oh, absolutely. If you want to go to YouTube, you can go to Elite Personal Training Hong Kong, or you can actually just reach out to me on Facebook, which is Nate EPT, or go to our Instagram, which also has got a lot of videos of, of movements and stuff as well, which is Elite PT Studio. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time this week, and I look forward to um, not next week, because next week is a public holiday, but the week after. Okay, bye. More chats. <laughs> thank you very much, Nathan Sola.